last Tuesday of August, 2023, Mayor. Unbelievable, huh? <laughs> it's really, it's all August of a sudden. really flew by. Did, did seem that way, didn't it? Yeah, sure did. Uh, yes, had uh, the superintendent and assistant superintendent on our program yesterday to talk about back to school and uh, teachers and staff are getting back this week, actually. Yes, getting uh, getting prepared for our youngsters. Indeed. Sounds like it's going to be another busy year. Always is. They do a nice job preparing. A lot of people think that uh, everyone's off for the summer, but superintendent and his team, they get a lot of work to do in prepare, preparation for September. I think there was some, I don't know if it was close to 100 positions they had to fill, or backfill, I should say, mm-hmm. um, with retirements, so and so forth. So, so it's, it's a lot of work. Indeed, yeah. Plus there was the summer programs. They had uh, over 200 staff, staff members uh, overseeing those. 1,500 kids participated. So, yeah, it never really quiets down. It just kind of is a bit of a lull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little change of pace, but still still busy enough. Sure. Uh, can we talk a little bit about some school-related items, including the dedication coming up of the new Dr. Rick DeCristofaro Early Learning Center? Yes, I believe we've circled October 22nd at 1 o'clock uh, this fall to dedicate the new building. It's It will be largely finished by then. Um, and on the checklist and, and going through everything, uh, we're really going to be prepared for the first of the year, and the superintendent and his team are trying to figure out the best way to to proceed from there. We'd like to have open houses for the families that would use such services and for them to come in and see what the building looks like and the state-of-the-art facility that's going to be. Um, and then there'll be a transition uh, moving people into the building. And uh, it's it's an exciting time for that population, really is. I mean, some of these kids are on a bus for an hour, an hour and a half, or off to a place way away from Quincy, and then another hour, an hour and a half coming home. Um, so, you know, if your family in Quincy, you know, you, you, you think about that. And if something happens and trying to get there, um, it's it's just, I think, one more thing in your mind with all the challenges you already have dealing with some of the situations that this population deals with. So um, I think it's a great thing that families will be able to keep their kids right in the community uh, and get the great service here in a brand-new state-of-the-art facility. And over time, it's still going to save us some money in the budget. So it's... Uh, it's a win-win. It's, it is important to point out, I think, that it's, it's voluntary, right? They don't have to do this. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. So the, um, but Aaron tells me, the system superintendent, that there's a lot of excitement and interest uh, from uh, from the parents in, the, in our district, uh, a lot of anticipation. So I think there'll be, um, I think we'll have no trouble filling it. Yeah, they're anticipating uh, up to 350 students, grades K through eight. It sounds like it's going to be kind of a kind of a rolling admission. If folks don't want to change, you know, mid-year in January, they can wait till next fall. Yeah, and I understand that sure. Um, for sure. You know, you you don't want to disrupt the year necessarily. So uh, that'll again, that's up to the families. That's their choice, absolutely. Sure. The uh, building itself had to be kind of completely transformed, right? It did. I mean, yeah. you know, when I when I went into this early on uh, with the school committee, I I thought it'd be you know fairly easy, and <laughs> and uh, and then when you really dig down and and you get into the the code issues and the the uh, expectations of the standards of the building and and all the requirements that go with it. I mean, the is an inordinate amount of bathrooms, for example, mm. uh, in this in this place. And as you know, uh, mechanical stuff, that's where big expense is. So yeah. it became a uh, more complicated, more expensive project over time. But, you know, you don't want to do it halfway 
Um, and then the families look at it and say, nah, this isn't for, for, for my kid. Uh, I can do better over here. So this will be state-of-the-art, uh, all the bells and whistles, uh, all the necessary components that are required under the state code and standards of such facilities. So, um, yeah, we went into it thinking one thing, we, but we ended up using, um, you know, about $15 million in, in federal money to help mm-hmm. us with this. So uh, that was a huge help to the to the taxpayer, Quincy. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, we're still going to be saving money, as I said, uh, over time. So it's uh, it's exciting, and I'm I'm very happy for Dr. Richter Christofaro, who has uh, spent his whole life in education, starting as a teacher, and I think he started as a sped teacher mm-hmm. and uh, worked his way up through the system and system principal and principal and assistant superintendent, superintendent, and now president of a uh, Quincy College, and he comes from a great family. Uh, his mom and dad, both great public servants, uh, in a in a way, Ted and Betty, um, just wonderful, wonderful people. So uh, I'm happy for Dr. Rick. Very good. Look forward to that again. October 22nd, 1 p.m. You say? That's that's what's penciled in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Subject to uh, slight alteration. Subject to uh, Rick's mother making sure she's okay with oh, that. Oh, we've got to have <laughs> Betty there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, of course, the other big project uh, to talk about is the uh, plans for a new Squantum Elementary School. Yes, I believe that date is September 14th. Mm-hmm. Um, a letter is going out to the people of Squantum, but also the people uh, in part of North Quincy that that school district serves. And people can be invited so that we can walk through the process going forward so we can hear concerns people might have right now as the school is laid out, uh, such as drop-off areas and pick-up areas and uh, and whatever else may be on their mind. So we'll introduce the the team, the city team, the architectural team, and the contractor, uh, OPM, I should say, um, and walk through the process again and uh, listen to the concerns, and then come back probably in uh, three or four months with conceptual designs and then get some additional feedback from the neighborhood uh, with that step. So it's exciting. I mean, this, I, I know each of the schools that we've rebuilt or built new schools um, there's great excitement in the building committee and the community. Um, I mean, the Squantum School has served its purpose. It's an old sneaker. Uh, it had a number of additions over time that were uh, pretty much linear in fashion and not real quality. Um, so that um, when we're looking at the next project, everybody's in a full agreement. It's it's time for Squantum to be replaced. It's just one of those old build buildings, plants that, um, I mean, there's a, we have a uh, crazy setup. It's like serving lunch that, as a dumbwaiter, the the cafeteria people are downstairs. It's it's um, not efficient. It's uh, not it, it's not a good situation. Mm-hmm. The state was astounded when they saw the condition there, mm. um, and they, I know they talked about the old central being medieval. This wasn't far behind in some ways. Um, so it's uh, it's exciting times, um, and I look forward to obviously community input and then uh, full steam ahead. September 14th, 6.30 p.m. in the gym at Squantum, right? That's correct, yep. Okay, and has the, the uh, reimbursement rate been determined yet from the state? I don't think it has been yet. Okay. Um, that comes toward the, the uh, end of the process, um, well, end of the planning process, I should say, because mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's a rolling formula that they have. So uh, my guess is we'll be in the 60s. Okay. Um, can we talk, Mayor, a little bit about a virtual meeting that the state is holding this evening regarding uh, the intersection of Rashuti Drive and Willard Street? Yes, so uh, our team, uh, namely Ed Grannon and Ali Rue from our TPL department, 
have been working with uh, our friends at MassDOT, and um, you know we've we've all agreed that we need that that intersection uh, needs needs attention. That that ramp was built uh, in 30 days to serve the the big dig to create the golf course. Um, they needed a place for the big dig, and we were happy to take it to build a beautiful recreation facility. So in the meantime, we've had more development up around there, which was expected. And getting through that spot is very, very challenging. So uh, we're in agreement with MassDOT. The city has paid for uh, this is design phase. We're looking at uh, a temporary signal that, uh, that they're going to try out, mm-hmm. but there will be a permanent uh, solution to this. And I believe tonight's just another step in the MassDOT process getting uh, further public input. I see. At 6 p.m. Uh, through the, I guess, through the State Transportation Department websites. So right. You can uh, log on there. I know that the new state budget includes a small amount, like $40,000, I think, for that intersection. Uh, do, any cost estimate right now? Do you know for a total? I don't. Okay. I don't know the total cost to rebuild the whole thing. Okay. I know that um, the temporary... But the temporary signal was in the $150,000 range for some reason. That number comes to my head. I could okay. be off on that. But um, I, I'm sure it's a million-dollar oh, yeah. um, program overall, you know. Yeah. Um, do you think that that reconstruction process needs to happen before any new development at Quarry Hills takes place? Well, um, I think the sooner we get it done, the better for the people that are there now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that there's any... Uh, real new development uh, in the pipeline. I mean, there's been talk of some things, but there's nothing formal anyway. So I think this will be done before anything happens up there. Okay. Very good. Anything else we should touch on, Mayor? Any plans for Labor Day weekend? Uh, no good plans. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the flesh. I know it's the last big push for people to enjoy the summer before people get back to school and work and uh, so uh, I'll be out campaigning, but my guess is there'll be a lot of people not home, <laughs> and understandably so. <laughs> or at least in the backyard by the pool. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That works, too. Yeah. Still plenty of things coming up in Quincy. We've got the uh, Pops Concerts uh, with the uh, Quincy Symphony and the Quincy Choral Society in September. Yeah, that's a great take. Yeah. And then uh, the Food Truck Festival in October. So it's, it's Yeah, I think, the, I think uh, the 9th is the symphony, and I think yep. you get uh, the Chowder Fest the same day in How's Neck. There's always something going on in the city. It's it's pretty remarkable, and, uh, and I hear that from people there. A lot of energy and excitement about what's happening in the last few years. That's very true. I appreciate your time, and I uh, wish you a very happy, safe uh, Labor Day weekend. You also, Joe, and to your listeners. Thank you.